Cause I stay splashing, that's why I'm laying in lavish The one that keep you sexy and the one that's always classy Yes, this is the copacetic hour, and that was Lena Lavish. Copacetic is a term meaning everything is cool, calm, and in excellent order. This podcast is an air for open discussion. But this podcast is not for the weak-hearted nor the simple-minded. And although we may not always agree, we will always exemplify respect. But at the same time, nobody, and I do mean nobody, is exempt from getting these jokes. Everything is copacetic. Yes, this is the Copacetic Hour, episode 29. How's everybody doing today? Good. 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 Great. That's what's up. Go ahead and introduce yourself. What's up, everybody? I'm Jasmine. Um, currently, I am a up and coming mompreneur, just out here, just trying to make it like everybody else, y'all. Facts. That's it. <laughs> My name is Rashad. I'm a banker, and I'm also an entrepreneur. And uh, yeah, own a lot of guns and cologne. Facts, facts. My name is Rashida. I'm in Atlanta, Georgia. I am a mental health therapist. Back for the second time. Happy to be here. Facts. What's up, everybody? I'm Dave. I'm also uh, a therapist uh, by training. Um, I'm also a football coach um, and an R&B artist. Um, and I'm happy to be here as well. Facts. Hi, everybody. My name is Lena Lavish. I am a recording artist. I rap and sing. Um, I am also a fifth grade teacher, and I enjoy being artistic and having fun. So, Facts. <laughs> Let's jump right into our first topic. Now, Miss Jasmine brought this to my attention. I thought it was a good topic. This is something I personally don't believe in. So that's why I wanted to talk about it because it's just oh boy, it's, it doesn't make sense to me, honestly. Long distance relationships, like why be in one? You know what I'm saying? For one, I I'm a I must be like a cheater at heart or some shit because oh I couldn't goodness. be in a long distance relationship. Okay, please. I need <laughs> I need to be bound by handcuffs and boundaries. I need to have shit that I can't do because if I'm just <laughs> able to roam free, I, I'm, I'm going to make some bad decisions. I'm sorry. I, I need I need restrictions. I'm sorry. I'm a Jackson. Should I start this topic? <laughs> start this off? I mean, okay. Here's my perspective on long distance relationships, okay? And long distance dating. Okay. I'm all for it. I've done it. I've done it actually more than one time, more than two times, more than three times. Yeah. But With long distance dating, I'm going to say, I'm going to start off with dating, not relationship. Okay. okay? The purpose of dating is uh, to get to know the person, conversation. Dating is basically trying to get to know somebody without the sexual aspect, right? Right. 
And if you really like that person, and if y'all actually are really, y'all really like each other or y'all come and, you know, agree that y'all are going to exclusively date, then I'm pretty sure y'all can come to an agreement on boundaries because y'all live in two different states or two different cities or something like that. And what I consider long distance is anything more than like two, three hours worth of driving to me is like long distance. Okay. So long, like different state, military, um, if they live five hours away, four hours away or something like that, there can be boundaries in long distance dating. The longest I've done, it was like nine months. And we actually ended up in a relationship. Did you cheat on that man in the nine months? No. Did he cheat on you? No. So you never kicked it with no niggas in nine months? No. <laughs> I swear, no. And we literally did the whole, and we lived in two different states, and we did the whole back and forth thing. Like, I flew there, he flew here, I flew there, he flew here. Like, it just did, we did that. And then the only reason it didn't work out, he just had some um, personal family things going on with him himself. Like, he, it's like, we both were in, like, bad places with, like, our uh, other, our kids' other parent. Let's just put it like that. Okay. Like, it was okay. like a toxic, we trying to like, we trying to like bring something together, but we both had outside toxic situations right. going on with our other uh, kid. And it was putting kind of a strain on me, putting a strain on him. And I was just like, you know what? This is not the time. Right. Like, even if it's like, this is what we really want, this is not the time. Y'all trying to be the Brady Brunch yeah. and these other two niggas ain't trying to have it, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> no he only had one kid i only have one kid so it wasn't like and it, it's crazy because our both our kids was the same age oh, so it man. wasn't like it was a big ass like bunch of kids bunch of baby mamas bunch of baby daddies it's right. just that he was a full-time single dad i'm a full-time single mom so we were trying to like bring that together and do that but it's just the situation like he was like the caretaker of his family like the the oldest sibling the caretaker of his entire family. So it was just kind of like a bad time. Facts. Do you still talk to this young man to this day? I was going to say. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yes and no. Yes. Y'all so petty. Y'all petty. Yes and no. Um, I have like talked to him like here and there but no right. not really only because i've moved on in the dating world situation gotcha gotcha that's all shout out to cuz for being a single dad you don't see that too often so shout out to him yes he he's a he's a full-time single dad like the pickups the drop-offs everything it was crazy damn insane shout out to him you a lying ass who me <laughs> <laughs> bro i would be cheating bro you don't know me bro <laughs> Dave, tell this nigga, bro. <laughs> Dave, like, hey, nigga, don't throw me in that one. <laughs> no, I mean, it's not that hard, though. So I, I want to piggyback on what you said. I was thinking about this. I was thinking about this earlier, and I came to the conclusion that you got to have like three things in order to have a successful, like, long distance relationship or and or dating. Right? Okay. Um. One, the faith of a mustard seed, right? So you have to like have faith right. that this other person is uh, being faithful, and um, you know this person is who they say they are, right? Right. Yeah. The second thing was uh, I wrote these down. Like you have you have to have a solid plan to like reconvene because I, I I tried to date in the long distance thing, and I also dated 
so I was in a long distance relationship before, um, and I'd also dated long distance. Um, but they both came to a halt because like, it was no plan to like reconvene. Like, I think mm-hmm. you have to have a plan to like, eventually this is what we're going to do. Right. right. Exactly. Otherwise it's just going to fizzle out. And that's what happened to both, you know, both times with me. Um, yeah, also funny stuff. I remember, I remember how that fizzled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, me and Dave used to be roommates. I remember how that spark went. That was not just a spark. I was like a flamethrower. Facts. <laughs> Facts. Yeah, for those who don't know, uh, Richard and I were uh, college roommates. Right. For like a, a year or two, something like that. But uh, yeah, so like initially it was a lot of, uh, I would say, I would describe it as like tug, tug, of, tug of war. Yeah. Like when she first, when she first moved, um, I felt like kind of, not abandoned, but just like, damn, you know, I didn't. Like at that time, I couldn't uproot my entire life to to go with her, right? Right. Um, and then I was, she was, she was like trying and putting all the effort in. I'm like, nah, I'm straight. And then it's funny how the tables turn after she stopped giving effort. I'm like, all right, let's do this. So it was just constant back and forth until like, you know, we both it kind of just fizzled out. We both moved on, you know. Now, Elena, have you ever been in a long distance relationship or a date long distancely? Yeah, I've I've been in two, like I would say. So my current relationship, uh, we've been we'll be together for going on five years. We started off long distance. Oh wow! And that's what's up. I know, like I was so happy, but it was like it wasn't even nothing we discussed. Like we didn't discuss like no type of boundaries. We didn't discuss like oh we got to do this. But I was we were linking up like every weekend, you know. Um, when we first started dating, it was the winter time. So it would be snowing. I was in Battle Creek at the time and he was in Detroit and, um, it would be snowing real bad. So I couldn't get up there for like three weeks at one time, but, um, we were only long distance for seven months and then he moved out this way. So, um, but yeah, it was just like, I feel like when you really truly supposed to be with somebody, you don't even need to speak no parameters. You don't have to speak on no boundaries. It's just, it's, it's an unspoken thing. Like, it was just like, I rock with you. Like, we didn't even officially had a whole, oh, we together thing. It was like, after our first date, we was just like on from then. And then it was to the point where he was on the phone with his homeboys. Like, yeah, I'm with my girl right now. And I'm like, girl. And then so I had finally asked him, like, you know, am I your girlfriend? So he's like, yeah, what do you mean? Like, and I was just like, well, we never said it. But I knew we both assumed because like, it was just like, once we got together, it was a wrap. And it was like, I would go. It was more convenient for me to go to the city because... Um, my studio was there and everything. So I was there pretty much every weekend anyway. Right. And, you know, we were doing that. And then uh, we had a living situation. He moved out here. And, um, yeah. And then the other one was in college. So that junk was a joke, though. Like, I was being <laughs> faithful. I thought, like, you know, I was doing things. You know, at first when I started dating, oh, boy, you know, um, I was doing my college thing, you know, and then things started to pick up with us and, you know, we started to get a little bit serious and him, he called me his girl and stuff like that. And then like he was, he was in Ohio. So he would travel up here cause he was taking classes at a school and, um, his pops lived up here. So he would come every couple of weeks. And then one day he just snapped on me. Like I said something small and he made it like big, like it wasn't even nothing. Like, I believe I said something about. I had made a joke or no, I, he was saying he had to take his brother somewhere. I was like, you always got to take him. And he was like, that's my brother. Like, what do you mean? It was, or something like that. 
And so he had broke up with me. And then I got on the internet and I find out, I just do some searching because I know this girl will always say something to him. But he was like, oh yeah, that's just the homegirl. She be around the crew or whatever. Like she has my homeboy or whatever. And I was like, all right, I trust him. Come to find out that's his girl. They got a baby on the way, all types of stuff. I was like, ah. <laughs> mm. I really got played, but wow. uh, that's why in this relationship I had to ask, like, am I your girl? Like, for real. <laughs> but but no, I feel like our relationship, this current one, like I said, we going on five years. So I feel like it's possible. But I do feel like you do get to a point, like I feel like when we when he made the decision to move out here with me, um, it was like we were at the point where it's like, okay, you know, this is getting repetitive. We really, really know that this is what we want so we got to make that next step because like I really it was to a point where it's like I, I need your energy type of thing more so than like I don't trust you so I'm gonna move out here it was like I need that energy I need to feel that closeness with you right so let's right. take it to the next level type of yeah. thing so yeah. facts now I will say long distance relationships will make that that interpersonal relationship d- uh, stronger, you know what I'm saying? That it does. I know what you like. I know uh, your f- song, movies, what you like to eat. Just the conversation piece and the quote unquote what love is really supposed to be. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I will say a long distance relationship will make that stronger. You know what I'm saying? It makes the intimacy better too because it's just like. We y'all go a whole week without seeing each other or a whole two weeks, however long it is. And we all finally see each other, just be like all rainbows and butterflies. Yep. Right. It's crazy. You you value the time with that person. And then when you leave, it's like your heart just be feeling like some type of way, like physically, like you be like having withdrawals or something. So it does make like I do believe distance makes the heart grow fonder. Cause sometimes nice. like like I love that we together now we live together, whatever. But I do sometimes wish we could go back to that because it was so fresh and so new and so fun. And it was just like it was a it was an incredible experience. Like it's just you guys gotta do with somebody that you just really truly supposed to be with. Cause if you if you got doubts and you gotta be like, oh who you with who you texting like that's like right. you shouldn't be doing it then if you're doing all that. Right. I agree. And like, even in long distance, like relationship and dating, the person I was in a relationship with, we weren't like, it wasn't like, what you doing? Well, where are you at? It was not, it was literally nothing like that. It was just like flawless. Like we talk every, literally every fucking day, every fucking day Mm -hmm. we talk every day and we communicated every day. And like, we, we checking on each other. Shit. I'm checking on your kid. You checking on my kid. Like it got to the point where like, I got to call the, the, your kid's school to find out why the, why the hell the school on lockdown. Cause you at work. Like it was like that Damn. type of stuff. It's just like life happens. And you know, sometimes you can't stop life from happening with other people. And that's that. And it's like, it doesn't take all the pressure of, you know, trying to check in and check up on somebody and see what they doing and where they at and blah, blah, blah. It's like, it just, it literally takes trusting somebody like wholeheartedly, like trusting them and them trusting you. And then it also takes patience and it takes a lot of just, just patience and time. You know what I'm saying? Y'all going to come together when y'all are supposed to. That's that. But y'all also do have to make a plan to do it, but it's going to naturally come along when it's supposed to at the end of the day. Cause I know people that have been in long distance relationships, like three, four, five years. Like they did it for like four or five years of just back in and forth like it's a couple of couples that i follow on like youtube they they did that shit for five years like he was in la she was in like germany or something 
Wow. Damn. And they did that shit for like three, four years. Like it was crazy. And I'm just, and they still, they ended up together like in Germany, but they did it though with no issue, like with no issue. It really just takes communication and just actually making plans to see each other. You have to make a plan to go see that other person. Facts. And they have to be willing to come see you. Facts. That's it. It sounds like it comes down to preference and personality because personally, me personally, I need to know like what's the end goal? Because I don't want to. I'm not, I'm, I'm really intentional with my time. So if I know like, eventually we gonna, we gonna, we gonna get together. I don't care if it's three, four years, whatever the case may be, but I need to know we got a plan in place. That's just right. my personality though. And some people can do it without having a plan, just kind of go with the, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a to-do list type of guy. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty meticulous about, you know, certain things. And so I need like, all right, if you, if you said we gonna uh, get together in next year or, we gonna move together in this space, you know, whatever, the, whatever the case may be. Then I'm cool with that. But I can't just, I can't just go out on a limb and hope, uh, off hopes and dreams. You know what I'm saying? That's just me personally. Facts. Now, what about you, Rashidi? You ever been in a long distance relationship? I did been on a run with Rashida though. That's my dog. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she. <laughs> man, I mean, I had a little, I had a little long distance uh, team. I was a kid though. It was literally like right after we graduated high school. Like when I moved uh, down here to Atlanta, I moved down here to Atlanta for school. Like I have no business. <laughs> like, I have no business. Like we was kids, and this shit was just way too serious, way too fast. But I mean, that's the really the only long distance thing that I've had, other than like I met somebody, and she lit. She I met her while she was she was visiting Atlanta or whatever. Cause everybody knows somebody in Atlanta, right? And she was um visiting at the time, but then she ended up moving here like three, four months later. So we was on long distance for like a hot second. But yeah, I'm I'm like you, Ernest. Like I don't I don't really do I don't do well with the long distance thing. Facts. <laughs> Facts. That ain't for me. <laughs> that ain't for me. So I mean, I know I know I know my limits. So I just yep. if if you don't live here, I just I keep it moving. Like I'm not even gonna play with you like that, man. Like, it, it that 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 is not for me because I mean shit, living in Atlanta. If you live more than thirty minutes away, that's long distance. Facts. <laughs> like for real, like, for real. Shit, like because it could you, it could be a three hour drive to get to your shit. God that's damn it. What I'm saying. Like once you factor in traffic or oh, factor in work work schedules, you know that's man that's long distance. I still might only see you once a week, like right. Elena was saying. Like I still might see you every only once every two weeks. Just because our work schedules and just because of traffic. Facts. So I mean, yeah, that's 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 not really that's not really for me. So I just, no, I take it you not long distance dating right now. I take that. <laughs> nah, that ain't for me. That ain't for me. Um, I ain't with that. I'm rough. Oh, I'm needy. I need. I'm needy. I need. I need Same. To me up. too. I'm needy. I need, God you, damn I need you to be there when I need you. Like, and I'm insecure. <laughs> shit, I don't give a fuck. Man, look. Oh my God. Man, look. Hey. Shit. Your truth. Speak your truth, Ernest. Shit, I'm insecure. God damn it. And I'm needy. I need you to be with Where's me. Gigi? I need her to hop on because you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now, Rashard. Where are these girls at, bro? You ain't never meet a girl online and she lived in Baton Rouge and she wanted to <laughs> she wanted to come kick it with you and you just was like, okay, baby, we can make it work. That ain't you. I'm gonna be honest. Uh, um, 
yeah, nah, I can't do it. <laughs> like, that's just, it's just not for me. And all right, so here's, it would really depend on the type of girl. Like, that girl would have to be more, very thorough and knowing, like, she's not, not easily entertained by other guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I'm going to be honest with you. I've, I've been that guy. I've, um, facts. Her boyfriend <laughs> lived in Atlanta where she that shit, nigga. She up here in Michigan getting dicked down. Shit. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God. <laughs> See, during those times, this is when I had, like, no conscience towards situations like that. I just didn't care. Right. Like, I remember a girl being on the phone with her boyfriend who lived about like four hours away. Shit. During. Damn. Put him on mute at certain times. Right. And then when she wanted to respond, she responded. Bro, after that, I was I was just like, yeah, Facts. mugs getting off like that. Yeah. I've been in that situation. I'm straight because I'm single. I'm good. I ain't doing nothing. I'm in college. I'm yeah. just out here. She didn't want in a relationship, so after that, I was like, "Dang, that can happen to me." Facts that make you think, right? Hell yeah, nigga. I'm laying in bed, her baby daddy blowing her shit up. I know you better not be with that fat nigga. You better not be with that fat nigga. (laughs) 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 Nigga, I tell you, that's the funniest shit ever, nigga. I swear to God, that is this nigga. This nigga disrespecting me. To his girl when she with me, goddamn it, and you can't say nothing. Like, damn, you gonna never talk about me like that? (laughs) (laughs) No, those situations kind of, but that doesn't make it indicative of every other woman or how every other situation will play out. Right. It's just that that just kind of set the tone for what could happen. So because of that, I was just like, yeah, nah, I'm straight. I, I just. If I can't pull up on you real quick, nah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not even that I need to, like, keep track of you. It's just that I need to, when I want to be with you or have you around, it's possible. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, even even going to the movies or something like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just randomly. You know what I'm saying? Let's go to dinner. Let me yeah. bring you right. something to work. You know what I'm saying? Let right. me pick you up. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the hardest part behind it, though. Right. It's like you missing the physical part. Fact. And it's like, but if you, I will say this, like for me personally, I'm just strong minded. It's like even, okay, I get DMs from men all the time. I bet you so I do. Shut up. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> so it's like, I'm not easily entertained by just oh what's up first of all blocked one especially like when you approach me all disrespectful yes. <laughs> and then secondly it's just like i'm just not easily entertained by that that's something that's easy for somebody that's in a relationship to be not easily entertained well i can't say people in relationships are not easily entertained but most people that actually really love that person that's really committed to that person you're not easily entertained by some old extra that's coming to your inbox Right. And that's just being real. And yeah. if this is a person, if you're dating somebody you really like, you're not easily entertained by whoever is just showing up to your DMs. The only that's just real. I give to that is that I noticed that the biggest disease is attention. And if somebody can get the right amount of attention from somebody in the immediate space, from the right person, 
He can go down. He ain't gotta. He, all it gotta right. be is that right person, right time. Even though you that right person didn't have relationship with them, that person could have been that right person over there at White Bar that you know that got them that nice little drink because they done had a little hard day at work. And they sitting up there complimenting them and everything. And y'all done got into a little argument or whatever. And you ain't there to be able to peaky this other situation. So now you about good four, five hours away. This guy that sat up and got a nice little drink. He talking good to a compliment. And he drives a nice car. Got a nice little crib on too. She's thinking that shit. Hell yeah. From. I done told her she beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Let's yeah. go get dinner after this. <laughs> Oh, I, I agree with uh, I agree I agree with Jasmine though. Like if you if you like somebody and that's your person and that's what you want to be doing, then it's really it's not gonna matter. With and it's not even hard. That's yeah, that's, it's that's not hard. Yeah, like yeah, it's not hard and it's not really gonna matter what somebody else got going on. But same time, <laughs> it, it, might be, it might be one of them days. Like it might be one of them days, one of them weekends. Like y'all didn't fake got into it or you just had a messed up day at work and. Whoever you dealing with, like they busy or whatever, and you like, all right, whatever. I'm gonna go get a drink after work, and see, it's just, <laughs> I mean, that's, and that's, and that's all drink. true, and you know that's all true. Like that's it, it, it go, it go both ways. Like I definitely, I definitely see what Jasmine's saying. Yeah, but, man, I that's see, definitely I true because I see what you're saying. But a person also just has to be strong and like in right. what they want. Like you have to be really grounded to even handle right. that type of situation. Right. Like if you're right. not grounded. And if you're not like mature to handle a long distance relationship, you're not going to be able to do it. Even just long distance dating. If you can't be mature and stand your ground with the shit, like not entertain or whatever, especially if y'all are exclusively dating, right. then you can't handle it. Right. Because then it's the thing. Because whether you're away from you them or not, whether it's, whether y'all are apart or not or in person, you're going to always have somebody trying to d- hop yeah. in your DMs. That's a good or the point. Or the dude trying to holler at your girl at the grocery store. Yep. That's right. going to always happen. Right. So long distance really don't matter. It's about you and like how you are and what you going to stand your ground with. Period. Because you can live with somebody. Go home to them every day. Right. You can and be having you, a bad day and go to the grocery store and, and then that's at the grocery saying, store be trying like, to holler. You trying to you trying to just get some gas after work. Exactly. <laughs> right. Hey, 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 dude, what they say in Atlanta, hey, Miss Lady. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, you know what I'm saying? It just it could be something as simple as that. And you just like, damn, I done gave this nigga my number. Like, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. But, you know what I'm saying? But I'm like, I done had a messed up day at work. I really couldn't talk to dude all day. Woo, woo, woo. And now you got this, this man breathing down your neck. At, that you met at the gas station, yeah, right? Off of, off of one moment. So I mean, it, I I definitely agree with what you're saying. Like you, you got to be grounded. Period. Like it don't matter if it's long distance or if y'all live together or not. Like right, you got to be grounded and you got to be for sure about like, look, I ain't about to fuck up what I got going on, and that's just one hundred. Period. It's gonna be temptation regardless. Man, exactly. This nigga holding up exactly. this Bel Air and Patron bottle got me laughing hard. <laughs> 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 this nigga funny. Oh man! Look, I had wine last time. I got margarita up in here this time. <laughs> oh, oh no, I got the wine. Oh, I got my heavy off no liquor. No. Hey, this combination right here done done a lot. Done a lot I'm telling you. Man, please. I've been so earnest. I edit my whole part out. Uh, <laughs> edit me out the whole thing, bro. <laughs> From start to finish. Right. Edit yeah. me out the whole clip. Oh man. <laughs> I don't know. 
for I okay, I'm about to say some sexist shit. You know what I'm saying? They oh be, Lord, go ahead. They can be go mad ahead. at me if they want. They can be mad at me if they want. But I feel like for women, especially if you're beautiful, you've been having niggas come at you your whole life. Since you, your whole life, like, <laughs> like since you, you became a young woman, it started out, you know, some normal shit, some little kid shit. Then you got to be 15, 16, you got breasts and ass now and you're doing your hair different. Then you get to be 20, 21. Now you're doing your eyebrows and you're getting weaves and stuff like you just used to niggas coming at you. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just a normal part of life. You know what I'm saying? As a man, don't, it's not like women don't come after us. And I'm not saying that. But it's you go days or no woman just writes in your DM. You know what I'm saying? That just doesn't, that's not a normal everyday thing. Like, somebody come in your DM like, hey, uh, can we hang out? Can we do this? Can we do that? <laughs> Or every week, you know what I'm saying? Now, don't get me wrong. It happens. Don't get me wrong. Even me being married, like, people hop in my DMs all the time. But, right. you know what I'm saying? It's not a, not so much to where I'm used to it, though. You know what I'm saying? Okay, but Ernie, just for clarification, what, what point are you trying to, what point are you trying to make right now? It's easier for her to be I'm like. I'm not being funny, Jasmine. Don't laugh. I'm being. <laughs> no, I'm not. What I'm, just, hey. I'm not being funny. I'm no. Just, I'm only laughing because I was thinking that too. Like, all right, Sans, what's up? What's I'm like, all right. About? I'm like, okay. <laughs> what you saying is facts, but like, just for clarification purposes. For clarification, I'm what saying. Point are you trying to make? It's easier because she's saying like it's easy to be in that uh, long distance role and just shoot down all this extra attention. I'm saying for women. It may be like that because you are used to getting that extra attention on a regular basis. And amount of extra attention you get when you a man in a relationship—that stuff is crazy. That's true too. It, like a man, once you get into a relationship, now damn, where was you at <laughs> ten months ago? Shit, nigga. I, mean, I feel like I feel like it go both ways though. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah, I feel like, yeah, women get like an unreasonable, unwanted amount of attention, regardless. But when you a man in a relationship, they be on you. It's like if they they don't even, some women don't, they not even gonna approach you if you don't have a wedding ring on or if you don't Mm -hmm. let you with somebody. So, I mean, it go both ways. It's like they can smell it on y'all or something. That shit crazy. That's, that's crazy. crazy too, though. They know I'm a good nigga. Hell yeah. They be like, it's hey. like they can smell it on y'all or something that y'all got a girlfriend or that y'all got a wife. That shit is crazy to me. You just got, you just got a different type of flag. You got, you got a different type of flag to you. They be like, yeah, he paying bills. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, he got a good oh, job. <laughs> <laughs> what was you about to say, Elena? For me, like, you know, my boyfriend, he he's an artist too. So, like, one thing that I kind of used to be like, but like worried about is like, okay, what about when he hang out with these dudes in the studio? Like when he be in the studio, he just strictly business. But when he go with his friends, I don't know, you know, they might have people over there or something like that. They do. But I always trusted him. But I noticed that like females will try it. But dudes, since I do agree that dudes not used to females coming at them. So I don't know if y'all just be acting or playing, but y'all try to act like y'all so oblivious when a girl blankly be trying to throw their little shot. Like, 
Being yes. females, we can we can point that out. Like she was being too flirtatious. Nah, she was doing too much. Like and dudes like what? She was just you know being nah. nice. And it's like nah, nah. Because if it was the other way around, like and dude coming at me like that, it would be like extra. So I think that what you were saying was right. Like dudes, y'all don't have mo- more females, so y'all more um, what's the word? Y'all more willing to entertain somebody when it does the opportunity is present. Not saying that you would cheat, but you would entertain the, the oh, she was just being nice. You may not get the girl number or nothing, but you gonna let her flirt. You gonna let her, you know, it may do not her even, thing. It may not but even be us knowingly. Females, but I feel like us females, we be like, nah, we straight. I'm straight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Dudes, dudes gonna keep pounding regardless, but like, cause like you be like, oh, I got a boyfriend. You can't have friends. No, nah, I can't. No. Nope. Dang, he gotta like that. Yes. <laughs> Keep it moving. Dudes be like, oh, she's being nice. She just wanted to come and give me an extra donut. Or I don't know. I'm yeah, you got that right. Bread. Hell yeah. I ain't turning like, it down either. Because <laughs> I, like, I, I don't have been in situations where, where it'd be like we had a show or something and a, and a female try to be a little extra friendly. And I'm like, no, she, was, she wasn't she was just into the music. <laughs> and I had, to dis- I had to dismiss them myself. Like, come, thank you, fan hour is over. Right. Oh, SoundCloud is at Simplest. Good night. <laughs> Period. Uh, I mean, okay, so I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say it from this perspective. I'm a woman. I don't date men. Right. And I mean, it still happens to me. Like I was dead ass, like on the phone, on the phone with my girl. That she ain't no man, but she, she understands the dichotomy and stuff. She understands. Right. Right. I'm, I'm saying though, like. And it's like, like I'm all of that to say, it happens to me, and I don't be thinking this shit. Right. But my girl might be like, "Yo, what the fuck?" And I'd be like, "Damn, like, what the fuck?" Like right. I did that, like I was in the drive through. I'm on the phone with her, and I'm like, "Yo, can I get some whatever type of sauce?" And she like, "Can I get your number?" And I'm like, I'm "Like, you know." What? Wait, uh, girls be hollering at you, or dudes be hollering at you? It. No, I'm talking about this was a woman. Okay, okay, okay. But you know what I'm saying? I just laughed it off. I just laughed it off. Right. I'm like, ah, you crazy, yo. Let me get that sauce. Facts. And like, you know what I'm saying? Just pull it off. Like, it was, you know what I'm saying? But I mean, she, my girl, she like, she chill. She be chilling, but you know what I'm saying? So it wasn't nothing, but it could have been something. Right, it could have been. It, it, you it, can't go to that McDonald's no more. That's what I'm like. <laughs> the next time we go, I'm in the passenger seat. Pick a different location. Don't be going. Don't be going there no more. That's funny. I'm just like, man, you know what I'm saying? So, like I, like I said, I see it from both perspectives. Because I'm the type of person, like, Ernest, like, you know me. Like, don't nothing move me. Like, right. I just, I brush everything up. Facts. So, I just be like, oh, whatever. Like, ah, you crazy. And just yeah. keep it moving. But if you wanted to, you can make the play. You know what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. You can QB but, it up. But it's like, sometimes, like, the person I'm with might be like, Nah, hell nah, like she about to get checked. Facts. Like, nope, nope. Yep. <laughs> she, she about to get checked. You don't be thinking that heavy on it. It's not that we don't, because it's not a, um, uh, when when guys do it, it's more of a, like a, a predatory slash they're trying to dominate slash accomplish on another, on another man type right. of situation. Because it's like, all right, that's that man's girl. 
opposed to like a girl. Yeah, I can get they have like that catty phrase of like, you know, that catty phrase of just, oh, yeah, I want to go ahead and take her man and her. I had your man or whatever the case may be. But I don't know. It just seems like it's more, it, it's not as serious. It's not as like detrimental or anything. Those ones more so like are cavalier about. So we just, we we really do just kind of brush it off. So yeah, I, I can understand that. That's man, that's messed up though. We 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 ain't shit. We not bro, <laughs> and I'm one of them. Shit, it's all right. It's all good though. It's all good. <laughs> y'all just I think y'all just nonchalant yeah. more with it. That's all. Like y'all just like oh okay. Well, like yeah. y'all laughing off more. Like oh okay. Ha ha ha. No. Yeah. But like. Women, we the curbs. We we don't curb your ass. Like, nah, bro. <laughs> nah, bro. What ain't happening? Yeah, dudes need to learn how to curve more because that junk is irritating. Like, like seriously. No, you really they know. Let that junk down. No, no, seriously. no. Like, women, we naturally know how to curve. Like, look. No, bye. no. Men cannot curve no. women because then it'd be some whole shit talking about, oh, you disrespecting women. You don't talk to women like that. Don't care. Don't All care. You don't have to get smart or mean or call out her name. Just be like, you know what, honey, that ain't that ain't it. Get gone. About your business now. You ain't got to get disrespectful. Just be like, you know what? I got a woman. You're going to have to exit left with that. Yeah, that, that ain't going to work. We just, you ain't got to get disrespectful. We just got to die like It don't work with like, me all nah. the time. You know, it don't that, work with me uh, all the time. Just, just like Elena said, you can have a dude be like, uh, can I get your number? No, your dude let you have friends. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> it's the same thing. Like they gonna still pers- the per- they gonna still try to persist at trying to get at you. I hear you. I hear you. All right, moving to our next topic. <laughs> he like yeah. All right, moving along. <laughs> <laughs> moving to our next topic. So it was this video that went viral on Instagram or the internet <laughs> on uh. On Al Gore's internet, some woman showed up to a wedding. Uh, this man's getting married. This woman showed up to the wedding like, you, you getting married to her? I'm pregnant. I got a baby on the way. And you mm-hmm. getting married to her? You was just at my house, nigga. All this shit. So I thought this shit was hilarious. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and so my question is to y'all is that, Okay, you're waiting to get married. The efficient or whoever's doing your wedding asks, does anyone have any objections or forever hold your peace? And what would it take for you to speak up at someone's wedding? <laughs> this nigga. <laughs> I'm looking like. <laughs> <laughs> what would it take for you to be like, I have an objection, your honor? I mean, you're fishing. What the hell? Hold on, what the hell? <laughs> this nigga tripping. You got object. the blinking just right. Object if you want to. What would it, what would it take for y'all to speak up about it? I personally think I feel like it, it depends on who it is, right? So, like if it's one of my line brothers, like you or DQ or you know somebody, I'm, I wouldn't have to uh, object because I'm gonna let you know before we even got before there, you, right? Before you get before before we even get to that point, I'm gonna what's up. Right, it would have to be something like I just got a message of her doing some porn and shit at the wedding. I'd be like, "Hey, whoa, whoa!" This, <laughs> it had to be some shit like that, right? Like, you know, something like instant. But like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm messing up nobody's wedding. Let's you know, 
That's a tough one, though, because it, it, it depends. What if you the situation, though? What if you are the one who is, like, losing their love in this situation? Like, would you say anything? That's a different question. So you're asking if, I, if, if, I'm, if I'm getting... You have to explain it again for me. No, you're so, not. You're not. You're, 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 you're on the woman. crying side. You're yeah. on the Keith Sweat side. Yeah, no. you're the woman that's like, we just had sex last night. Uh, uh, I mean, you're the man, but you know, you got what I'm saying though to the scenario. Yeah. Uh. Nah. I. I, I don't know. You wouldn't say nothing. I. I feel like men, we can't say nothing. Like that's some whole ass shit. You know what I'm saying. Uh, I, I ain't gonna. I'm gonna let you do your thing, baby. Nah. You need much smoke. August. Uh. Seen the Right. Facts. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's a fact. That's a fact. I mean, but we gotta we, we gotta talk about that too, cause like as the you know my tra- like I know she said she's a mental health therapist too. So I, my like we gotta make sure we ain't bashing him for being uh, vulnerable, right? Right. 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 That's really that's huge. Um, and so I I like me personally, I'm gonna keep it I'm gonna keep it cool, but I'm not gonna necessarily knock nobody. If they really heard about some shit and they're gonna come and say, I object, this is what it is. Right, right. So, Facts. That's just me first. Me, I ain't gonna say shit because if she's still gonna give me the draw, she's still gonna give me the draw. So, I mean, it is what it is. No. You know that's what I'm saying? That's just a man thing. Like, that's just, hey, you know what I'm saying? This is. This is before I was married for everybody listening because I know my <laughs> my wife's parents probably listening, my mama probably listening. You know what I'm saying? This is before <laughs> I made my, I changed my life. You know, so that's where I changed my life. I think you need to say that like on every show and gave it to God. <laughs> it's like it's like that one episode of Martin when he was talking real greasy on the radio. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And Gina, and Gina got pissed and she was like, "How could you go on yeah. and say that on the radio?" He's like, "It's just my job." Right. Uh, you know what I'm saying? If anybody, say you better say that before every episode. Every Free show, like literally. Just my, just my job, my ass. Hey, if anybody got any objections, this is what you know the rule. Don't take none of this shit personal. It's just (laughs) comedy. You know what I'm saying? Don't take it personal. God damn it. (laughs) I mean, it's like I'm, I'm just type of person. Whenever somebody asks me, "Oh, how would you feel?" My response is always the same. It's like Ice Cube on Higher Learning. I wouldn't feel shit. Cause it wouldn't happen, right? <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, that you that, that like for real, for real. That be that be my response. Like, oh Rashida, how would whenever a woman be like, oh Rashida, how would you feel if I, I wouldn't feel shit? But why not? Cause it wouldn't happen. Right. Cause I wouldn't let that happen. Like, cause I'm for what? Like, I would never let nobody play on my face like that. Right. I mean, right. that that be my response, but. Like back to just what somebody else said. I don't remember who said it exactly, but if I object to your relationship to that extent, you know, way before we got to this wedding. Facts. Like you, Facts. you know, you know what I'm saying? Like you know, I don't care for your relationship, or you know, I don't care for your spouse, or you know, I got my objections and my reservations about it. And if you still decide to go forward and make the decision to, you know, be with this person and make this commitment and get married, I'm not gonna make that about me in no way no way shape or form by making that type of announcement during the ceremony right because you already made your decision because you already exactly. made your point right like, I, like exactly like i didn't already let it be known that i don't care you know i don't care for your relationship or what's taking place the the ceremony it no it we, we didn't have this conversation long before the ceremony so in a, at that point it ain't no point in me even messing up the ceremony because you already know how to right Mm-mm. I agree. I never, I could, I just, 
I'm not a I'm not I'm not a messy person, so I would never go in no shit like you know what I'm saying? Don't marry him, marry me like Dwayne Wayne. You know what I'm saying? I was gonna say that's the scene that came to my mind. Yeah, I was waiting for somebody you know to saying? say it. Like Dwayne Wayne. That's the scene <laughs> that came to my mind was Dwayne Wayne going up in that wedding for Whitley. Like, you know, Whitley, I still love you. She like, shit, right. that's that's what one low key. I'm gone. <laughs> like but like like I said, I don't, I don't, and I, don't, I wouldn't necessarily knock you. I mean, you're going to get his girl. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so. I wouldn't knock you if you did it though, right? Because it could turn out just like that. She'd be like, you know what? I do want to be with you. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I, I don't know, y'all. It's a fine line between he going to get his girl and you had surely you had plenty of opportunities <laughs> to let me know this. Plenty. You know what I'm saying? Like you know what I'm saying? I, I I'm sure. You had plenty of opportunities to let me know that this is how you felt about me before we got to this ceremony. Uh, you know what I'm saying? But same time, I don't know. Like you might just be one for the dramatics, and you just that that might be what you was going for. Facts. But I I don't know. Just just at the ceremony though, that's that's a lot. That's a lot. Definitely a lot. That's yeah. That's a lot. Now, Elena, if you are, would you ever erupt a wedding? Let's start off there, because I know if a motherfucker erupt your wedding, you're going to be pissed, but would you ever disrupt a wedding? Nah, because I feel like, one, that's not my place, like, and I feel like, uh, shoot, if I really was in love with somebody that was getting married, then that's something I need to reflect on within myself, because how much does this person really, truly value if they about to marry somebody else? Like, like I feel like that would just be a moment for self-reflection, because for me, like, I would just be like, I'm a person that will like internalize some stuff. And then when I really get pissed about it, I'll speak on it. Like I, I've been in situations where people like choose over me or whatever like that. Right. And I just cut it off. I'd be like, all right, moving on. You know, it's nothing I can do. I may be sad about it, but I don't ever see myself. First of all, why would I even be at the wedding? <laughs> That's right. the first part. And I'm definitely not popping up. I'm right. not about to hold myself and pop up like that. That's just not how I'm cut. Like I'm, I'm, I don't go places I'm not wanting. You know what I'm saying? So I don't. I wouldn't yeah, just cool. pop up at nobody wedding. But I would just be like, nah, I wouldn't do that. But I do. I was gonna say like some people don't take hints. Like if somebody was to interrupt my wedding, like I'm sure there's somebody out in the world <laughs> that I know that probably like try to still feel think that I got feelings for them and I'm ignoring it because I'm in a relationship or something and they think that oh she's still gonna always love me and it's like nigga no like I don't told you this yeah I don't told you this a thousand times like it's not gonna happen so it could be a scenario where somebody just feel like you not being true to your feelings and being with them or something like that and it's like no so you never know what what angle somebody coming out at but I said me personally I'm not cut like that one I wouldn't be at the wedding to once I saw I get married, like I, I'm in a situation where I, I was rocking with somebody who was vibing, like it was serious, serious. And then like we was kicking it like two nights, like two nights ago. And then two two days later, I'm seeing the whole engagement post on, on Twitter. I'm like, Shit. interesting. Hey, that happened interesting. to me too. That's insane. So hey. I'm just like, well, congratulations. And they stayed in my apartment building. This is back in the college days. So I'm like, congratulations. I seen them walk in. Congratulations. You hate that. And they was looking all nervous, like I and they and that girl was walking with them too. I ain't say nothing. I was just like, congratulations. Kept pushing. 
Like, I ain't got nothing to say to you. Shout out to all the women that's not messy when we on some bullshit. Yeah. In so many words, Linda said, I don't know, because that shit wouldn't happen to me. Period. wouldn't be there. I'm not, exactly. I'm not even going to know. Like, I'm not going to be there. Like, I remember I saw this shit on Twitter. And this woman was talking about how she saw that her boyfriend was engaged and then she saw the announcement for his wedding on her explore page on Instagram. Mm. She was like, I was, yeah, she was like, I was dating this man for two, three years and I found out he was engaged just scrolling my explore page on Instagram. Like, what? Somebody posted that, she, t- that tweet on TikTok. Yep. She was like, I this man was engaged, had a fiance, they already had a baby and she was pregnant. Shit. I was like, man, no, I ain't no way. Ain't no fucking way. That's ain't terrible. Ain't no fucking way. <laughs> I mean, as far mm-hmm. as like stopping the wedding, like I said, <laughs> like Rashida said, if if it if it was a friend and it's like, you know, this guy is toxic, he done hit you, he done whatever, like whatever the case may be. Right. I'd already had that conversation with you before y'all even went that far. Facts. You feel me? Right. And Facts. it's like, if you're going to still walk down that aisle and we didn't sat here and sorted out facts, we didn't sorted out your feelings, we didn't sorted out your emotions. We didn't talk about what what this what this dude is, what he ain't, what he didn't did, what he what he gonna do. It's like right. you still gonna walk down that aisle. That's on you. You making that choice at that point. I'm not even gonna be exactly. here because I, if I don't support it, I ain't gonna be there no way. Right. Exactly. No, shot. You, shot. You meet a nice young lady. You know what I'm saying? For all you know, you know she the one. You know what I'm saying? And then you you on Instagram and you see her explore page. She get married to a nigga. You should. You showing up at the wedding? Would you say something? No. No, you ain't gonna say nothing. You just gonna let it ride? I'm gonna be honest. I've been in that situation twice already. Wow. <laughs> like the exact situation that I'm she not just indicated. To laugh. <laughs> this shit makes niggas <laughs> laugh. I'm, sorry. I'm not trying to laugh as she laughs. <laughs> but no, because it's like his story's like we ain't heard no good success. From him yet. So I'm just like, damn. No, this is this no, this wasn't this wasn't like um this wasn't somebody I was like trying to pursue or anything. It was just like, you know, during the college days. This was like, you know, just having right. a time and stuff. So um was a one one of them, I wanna say it was like my junior year. Um uh, the person I was talking to, I want to say it was in October. We were talking all the way until the weekend of Thanksgiving. By the time that I want to say that Thanksgiving, she was engaged. Shit. I was cracking up. I was like, hey, congratulations. Uh-huh. His was funny, though, is that I want to say probably about like a year later or something, the dude ended up inboxing me, talking about his feelings and all that stuff like that. Or some weirdo stuff. I just, I, I was, I never responded or anything. I was just like, bro, you on some weird stuff. Right. And the other one was, um, shoot, was the person that it was like seven years ago. Old girl was about to graduate, and her dude, long distance relationship. Her dude in North Carolina, right. in Charlotte, and um, she up here, and 
this is about two months before she about to graduate and stuff. Me and her started kicking it. We met at the library. First time us kicking it. Later on that night, smashed, smashed probably every other night from that point in time until her boyfriend got there. And then the day her boyfriend got there, I didn't go to the graduation ceremony just to keep it copacetic. Right. And the party that I knew that they were going to be at was going to be at the Q house and stuff um, where I knew she was going to be at. I didn't even go specifically for that. And my homeboys and them went like a couple of my young boys, at least like Bud and them. They had went. And I was like, man, it was like, bro, you might as well go. I'm like, nah, I knew the play. I knew what was going to happen. I knew because I knew as soon as she seen me and I walk in, her face going to tell it all. Facts. So I'm like, I'm not even finna put her in that situation and mess up her her life or anything because she even told her mom. Her mom was like, you should stop talking to him because he gonna try to ruin you. I'm like, I ain't even finna do that. Yeah. Like, I ain't even that cut that way. But just as, that's just a testament towards what I've like, you know, and how my entanglements have transpired and why I'll just be like, look, I don't go and just trust anything just because it sounds good. Facts. Facts. Yeah, I feel like as men, you can't do no sucker shit at shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like nah. you you I like Dave said earlier about August, like, yes, I want you to be able to express your feelings and all that He's shit. Different. But I'm cut from a different cloth, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like my pops but would look at me though. like Motherfucker, what are you doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just I was just raised different. You don't do no shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Well, the fact the fact is, is men typically don't care. Like, I, I wouldn't. I mean, I keep it moving. Like, like Richard just said. Like, and I would. And, and it wouldn't be no sort off my back. I'd be whatever. It is what it is. Facts. You know, I think most time men just don't. You know, really. We honestly, you being transparent, we kind of probably prefer to keep it. Keep it low key, yeah. you know. Low you know, key, call yeah, me right. when you up. You know what I'm saying? That's that's just how men are. You know, I, I mean, I'm not all men. I ain't gonna generalize all men, but I'm just saying most men that I know is like whatever. Like I ain't finna blow up the spot, whatever. Yeah. So, I could just imagine that type of damage I would have did if I'd have walked in and her face would have told like a man I just smashed the day before. Yeah, and that nigga would have looked so at you, her, looked at you like, what the fuck. Yeah, y'all, man, y'all, 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 y'all he'd have shit. never been comfortable ever again after that. He wasn't comfortable. She even called me that night and told me like he was getting on her nerves. Outside. Like this is this stuff that I was just like, oh yeah, she man, messy. Oh. Yeah, you should. Good thing you left her alone because she messy. She married, dude. <laughs> they still together? Yeah, she oh. pregnant now. Oh well. Oh, bro, you really should go and get it now, though, because, you know, that pregnant box. Oh, so don't listen to Ernie. That pregnant That pregnant I've already tapped in. Nigga, I ain't got no kids, nigga, but that pregnant boy. I know, look at the face. Look at the face. I'm so sick of it. I'm so sick of it. I'm sick of both of y'all. I'm sick of both of y'all. He just said exactly. he tapped his win. Mute it, mute it. Let's go. All right, so look, <laughs> it was, it was, here's, here's what was crazy. So, you know what? <laughs> it was, 
<laughs> uh, so yeah. it was just, it was just, it, I want to say it was like when I was like 23 and it was this girl that I had been smashing since I want to say like 17. It be the one. So she, huh? I said it be the ones too. The ones. Bruh. You be, so oh she, my God. She, she pregnant. I didn't even know she was pregnant. Like me and her was just meeting up that one oh, time and stuff. We was just going to smash and stuff, whatever. Bruh, she come, she come with a belly. I'm like, <laughs> like whoa. I'm like, what? She like, yeah. I'm like, but who? Cause I mean, we ain't smashed in a while. So I was like, I know it couldn't have been me. Right. So she she was just like, you know, she said, woo woo, my boyfriend or whatever. I'm like, y'all still in a relationship? She was like, nah. <laughs> Okay. What more do you want from me? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that ain't my problem no more. Sorry. Oh, wait. Mm. It wasn't weird. Like, that's not weird to niggas. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like, I, well, I'm not a man, no but I'm just like, if a chick no came good. to me and she was pregnant trying to smash, I'd be like, girl, go get your life. Like, what you doing? Exactly. Like, girl, fuck also, me. See, this is the time. Remember, I also, <laughs> get off my face. I, you know, I also preface this, though. I said that this is during the time that I didn't give two shits. Right, right, right. Like, this is during the time where I was, like, ruthless. Like, hey, you would give out during... here. Savage life. No, nah, just, like, Savage when life I said three. player days, Eurostep, like, I was, like, hey, stay, bro. Like, you think I'm I'm really keeping it PG right now. Last night wasn't throw. It was Webby. <laughs> if that's PG. I thought he said that's he's keeping it PG. Yeah, when he said he was savage, he was savage, though. I, I mean, we, we just enjoyed ourselves and had fun. I mean, everybody's had their savage days. So, I mean, Facts. you know. I mean, hey, look. I've <laughs> no met, judgment. I've met, I've met more women that actually want to do more savagery than men easily. Facts. I believe it. So what you mean, like, more women that want to deal with somebody that's involved or more women that don't want nothing serious? Uh, do stuff like two for one specials and stuff like that. What the hell? Oh, you don't know what a two for one is, do you? No, I show don't. What's that? (laughs) Oh man, shoot. All right, so let me go down the list. What's that? A threesome? Well, I'm confused. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So uh, I know a lot of them that want to do that. Oh, that's been. (laughs) A main thing. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I feel like I do feel like like the older you get, the more crazy that like the more shit it's just like the older you get, you feel like oh women or men not gonna be going for that, the more they going for it. Yeah, the more like, they, they going for it. Yeah, right. it's it's yeah. like um t- it's like the older you get, you be yeah. like, Yeah, nah, Rich. he ain't gonna be trying to hear that or no, nah, he ain't gonna be trying to hear that. You'll be surprised. Let me, though. Yeah. Look, let, 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 let me tell you. Yeah, they be trying to hear that. Yeah. They be trying to hear that. They, they be trying to hear that. <laughs> we get freakier as we get older, I feel like. They be trying to hear that. Uh, what's the comedian? What, some comedian, he said, nigga, if, you, if you're 25, you got about 30 summers left. And I was like, damn. <laughs> you said, nigga, damn, you, like, better, you better start using them bitches. I was like, shit, that's real as fuck. Real as shit. You only got about 30, 30, 40 summers left. That's it. That's all you yeah. got. Hold on. What do you mean by that? 
You gonna die? You gonna die? <laughs> 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 Are you make me sit my wall? <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna die. Not gonna die. Oh my God. So what do you mean? <laughs> oh my god that shit was hilarious yo the look of concern on your face <laughs> this nigga like shit nigga I'm 29 what the fuck <laughs> I'm like don't be sad don't be just be projected like, <laughs> hey then he got the good and put it together like he was like he was really concerned yeah, he like his that just shit. was close his pearls like <laughs> Oh shit! I'm He's saying like, I'm you know, what I'm saying most people die around you know 70, 80 years old, bro. So you only got man. I already made a deal with Jesus that I'm living to eighty eight. Hey, more power. That's to your you. number, huh? More power yep. to you. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I mean, and I'm twenty two, living to eighty eight. I will say like, oh. in, in my dating experiences, like the older women, like they be the ones that like they want all the smoke. Facts. Go win. Like Go. I like Facts. I tell them flat out, like, look, I'm not looking for nothing. This is what I do. I just want to fucking have fun. And they be like, oh, okay, bet me too. And I'll be like, excuse me. That's exactly what they want. <laughs> I'll be like, I'll be like, excuse me. <laughs> hey, first of all, you rude. Because <laughs> you, you can't support their life. Like, you probably be like entanglement. I mean, I'll be like, excuse me. That's like how dare how dare you? Facts. You just want to use me for a good time and have and to have sex. Excuse right. you. Facts. But they, hey, I mean, I'm, I'm telling like the older I get, they they just be they be coming with it. Like even with my age, like they be coming with it. Like I'll be like, yeah, um, I'm not looking for nothing serious. They be like, me either. Right. Like, yeah. Excuse, I'm excuse me, I'm a catch. Right, right, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> now you mad? Like, right, like, what, now you, offended. What, 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 what you mean? You don't want to be in a situation shit with me? <laughs> but so, I mean, yeah, 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 the, the, yeah, the older I get, the, the more complicated it gets, for sure. Lifestyles is a men's and women's clothing store that carries exclusive quality labels. Their mission is to bridge the gap between mainstream fashions and luxury brands. They're the go-to place for the latest fashions and trends. You can shop with them online at lifestylesapparel.com. That's L-I-F-E-S-T-Y-L-E-Z apparel.com. And follow them online at Lifestyles Apparel on all social media outlets. While you're at it, visit them at their brand new Memphis location. to the podcast moving into our next segment the consciously copacetic segment so this week you know the democratic party uh biden he chose his running mate he chose miss Kamala harris Kamala Ooh. harris you know what i'm saying black woman aka shout out to her divine nine but the only issue is that is like in the black community, for whatever reason, she has like, I don't know, a 50-50 approval rating. It's some people that like her and it's some people that don't like her. Why is that? Why is everything in our community either like 
we're never all on board with one thing. You know what I'm saying? Nothing. Only thing I can think of we was on board with was Obama. You know what I'm saying? And the niggas that wasn't on board with Obama, we just they wasn't loud enough to to retract from everybody else being on board with Obama. But like what's wrong with having a black woman? What's wrong with just having a black woman get out get Trump out? You know what I'm saying? What's wrong with that whole uh, scenario? What do y'all think it is? I mean, I feel it's a, it's the strategic move because you got to think about it. Like, I mean, she got a 50-50 with the black community, so which means that she has a 50, kind of 50 chance of bringing those voters out like how they did for Obama because it was so many people that didn't vote in the Trump and Hillary situation because nobody liked Hillary, nobody liked Trump. Right. So people decided like, oh, well, I ain't going to vote at all. Facts. And like now that you have a black woman who's also Greek affiliated at right. that, now you're going to bring about voters who just literally chose to not even vote last time. Right. That's a good point. Yeah. So, and it's like at the same time, you got the other 50% that's kind of like they not with it just because they, they looking at her past resume of things that she's done, her work as a prosecutor. And at the end of the day, you got to understand like she's still human. She still had a past life. She still had a past career before she decided to go full on into politics. Facts. Like at the end of the day, you know, I was pondering on this. And I was just thinking to myself, like two things can be true, right? So, I'm for one, I'm excited as a woman of color that's uh, that's in that office. I mean, it's gonna be, you know, that's that's potentially could be in the office, right? Right. But I'm also, um, like you said, um, I'm I'm kind of just I, I I would say leery because. I'm all about criminal justice reform and right. her, 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 her past as a uh, prosecutor is kind of, you know, her track record ain't good, just to kind of say the least. Um, so I think that's where a lot of people on the fence at. I think that's where the 50, 50 come from. Right. Uh, based on what I just said, I think a lot of people feel the same way, you know, and I, I think a lot of it's for optics, you know, if we, if this kind of off topic, but like, if we put an optics to the side, my vote would have been Elizabeth Warren just because of how she, you know, some of the things that she uh, wanted to do. Her policies, you know, her, yeah. Her agenda, her agenda was more yeah. fit for like what my, my personal interests. Facts. I would agree with that, actually. She had a black agenda. Huh? Right. Yeah. That's what's huge for me. That's what I'm waiting for these people to say. Yeah. But, you know, I think, I think that one thing about the black community, though, I feel like sometimes we're not as um, informed about the national, like the actual like politics and the policies and what they actually mean for the community. Right. And um, I recently saw a clip of her where um, someone was asking her about um, things for the, specifically for the black community. And she, her response was more along the lines of benefiting everyone. And they were like, so you don't have, anything specifically for the black community. And she was like, what people need to realize is that something that um, is bidding fitting all will more essentially benefit the black community. Like if I'm doing, for instance, something about, um, and I'm just summarizing, no, I'm not saying verbatim yeah, what yeah, she yeah. said, but if it was about um, improving lower socioeconomic neighborhoods, that would directly affect African-American people. Now the bill might not say, for African American people, but the policy in the in the um, in the making of it is what will benefit Black people. So I think that sometimes a lot of 
and this is not me trying to be funny or nothing, but I feel like a lot of people just see something on the internet and they take it and they run with it without even doing the research for themselves. Oh, they definitely do. So I do. feel like hey, there's, and, yeah. and there, there, there's a lot of misinformation out there. So if you just see a tweet and somebody say, oh, I don't like, uh, I don't like, um, oh, girl, and then it's just like, okay, well, I don't like her either because she put people in jail for selling weed, you know? And it's just right. like, you take that one fact and you run with it, but you don't, understand everything kind of like what you were saying and i think that um when it comes to black people being in office you got to understand that the government is something that is not like the president and you know his party the vice president they don't even make all the decisions because you know the legislative branch can overturn a president's uh law or veto and things of that nature so you know more of the decisions are made by a, a wider, you know, variety of people than just the people that are being appointed to office. So I think that sometimes in the black community, we'd be like, oh, somebody black gonna get in here. Like one thing that I didn't like about, uh, you know, Obama's presidency was how people was like, oh, well, he ain't doing nothing for the black community. We still got mm. poor people. We still got this. And it's like, he was in, the, he had, you expected a man to fix 400 years of, of systemic racism and, and equal opportunity in eight years like that's not practical like you know what i'm saying you got to understand like even though they're the president and vice president it's still people above them that's making the decision right. you know what i'm saying Fair like this is facts. not we only get a we only get a fraction of what's really happening in the government you think the real stuff that's going on we are completely oblivious to you know that's, what i'm saying so yeah, yeah. everything is a media is a media uh play Everything is about, you know, getting these votes. And, you know, I think some people, too, feel some type of way about bringing her on because how um, Joe Biden had did that interview with the Breakfast Club. He was like, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black, you know. And so people feel like, OK, you feel entitled to our vote, too. And exactly. then so to clean it up, now we're going to bring black women on board. So I've seen that mm -hmm. argument, too. But I feel like Facts. at the end of the day the work that needs to be done in the black community needs to be done by the people in the community. And, um, those, those systemic changes, um, happen when we are in position to do it, but it needs to be more of us in those positions. But I think that having someone there is a start, regardless of mm -hmm. what their views are and everything, there's still a black woman, you know, or a black man that is going to be a voice and have a voice heard even if it doesn't go through and the policies are made the voices are getting heard and there's still going to be things that she can do to help the community but it takes time and you know um, i think that we just need to realize like in order for us to really progress as a culture there's um there's a whole system we have to tackle and not one person can do that so that's all that's Right. right. And then right. people keep actually failing to realize that Obama really tried to have a black agenda. But like you just said, he can't do that if he's not the person making the laws or like if he's not the person even like approving them or whatever. Like, seriously, if he's not the person in the Congress, like they the Congress them do that. He don't mm -hmm. have no control over that. And that's what people mm -hmm. didn't understand then. So y'all trying to get this man to fix stuff. He trying to. They won't let him. <laughs> right. Like, there's a difference. Yeah. So it's just like yeah. now it's like. And like you said, with black people, well, with Biden, he trying to automatically think that because he served with Obama, that black people just going to be all for you. Which ain't the case. And it's like, it don't work like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, it don't work like that. But you got to prove to the black people that you have a black agenda, period, right. at the end of the day. The question, too, anybody that's running for the presidency, why are they so afraid to say, I have a black agenda? Like, only
that that I that I can remember that's mentioned it was Bernie Sanders. Like Elena, I know you mentioned earlier that she said she hasn't said it specifically. It's still going to benefit black people. But so why not just say this is going to benefit black people? What's 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 so scared? What's so um, taboo about it? Why, why why people just can't say it specifically? Because we're the minority. Exactly. We can't win uh, an election with having all the black people vote for you. It's just not. It's not possible. We were not a majority in this country. I think um, there's just a very, there's a very, very fine line in between appealing to black people and making black people feel like they should vote for you and still appealing to the masses because we're not the masses. Right. Right. So, so it's just like, it's it's just a very, very thin line. It's just like you got to make black people comfortable enough to be confident enough to vote for you. But at the same time, you can't let anybody else or the the majority of other people feel like, oh, well, his interest is solely with black people. So, no, I'm not voting for him because his interests don't like that's not going to benefit me. Right. So it's just it's a very it's a very, very thin line. And you got to tread that line. So it's just like you can't do too much. You can't do too little. You got to do just enough. That's just that's just what it is. And I think that's why she made it more so like where she trying to include, be more inclusive and right. not really more so like saying it out loud that it's like for the black agenda. She trying to more so like yeah, yeah, yeah. make it more inclusive so that that way it's not just a focus on we just trying to get the black vote. We got to get more than just the black vote to win. Right. Period. Right. And and then um, just to kind of go off of what um, Dave was saying, basically, like I was just having a conversation with somebody at work and they were saying, I'm so shocked how the CEO of this company is um, is a black man, but they haven't said nothing about Black Lives Matter. They haven't made any statement at all about any of this going on. And then we were thinking about it. OK, you're the CEO, but you still up under somebody. And that person that's funding you yeah. is clearly you know on the opposite end of that spectrum and sends you know subliminal messages about their views and everything through you know the way they communicate with the staff and everything like that so a lot of times people in those positions of power be feeling like okay if i speak directly to this kind of like rashida was said then the other people involved won't be able to relate or that might skew them away especially since black people we make up what 13 percent of the country right Right. Somewhere in there. Yeah. So, you know, even the right. people that stand in with, you know, Black Lives Matter movement or with black people and want to help us uplift them, they still need to. It's kind of like we are still breaking down the system. We still kind of getting people accustomed. We still got people alive that live through the civil rights movement. We still got people working in, in, in industries and that raised kids that, you know, went through that, whether they were for civil rights or against it. Those people still exist. So nice. I feel like making everything inclusive for the greater good is um, is something that has to be um, that has to be done promoted. I agree and disagree with uh, the right. The one one wave rise all tides. I don't. That's what they've been telling us for the longest time, and we're still at the bottom of the economic right. threshold. So I don't believe that you know helping the top will trickle down and help the bottom. I don't believe that. No. Right, 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 right. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I, I think it has to be disguised as we're going to help everybody in a way. Right. But it needs to be specifically for our community in a way. You know what I'm saying? It may right. need, The language may need to be coded, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it needs to be something specifically done for our community. So I don't believe that 
um, you know, you help the top and it'll trickle down to the bottom. One one tide will rise all boats. I don't believe that. That's a lie. Yeah, I think I agree. I think I think with Miss Harris, it's just like it's it's a double edged sword. It's like yes, like representation is absolutely important. Like she went to a HBCU. She's um, you know, what I'm saying a part of a, a organization organization that's a part of the Divine Nine. Right. That's important. That's important because okay. I mean, you 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 got kids that that just feel like they can't do certain things right. because they just like ain't nobody that ever looked like me or identify with me done anything like that. So yes, absolutely. Repres- representation is important. But at the same time, I can understand I can understand why black people they kinda iffy with her. They kinda like fifty fifty because it's just like historically, like based on her career, like like somebody said earlier, I can't remember who said it, but her policies have not aligned with the best best interests of black people in mind. Right. And it's right. like we See, like we like like we can't ignore that. We can't ignore that. But at the same time, it's just like you also got to take into consideration like maybe she ain't always been she has not always been in a position to, you know what I'm saying, take a stance on things that align with her views and her values. I mean, because I mean I didn't I didn't have jobs myself and we didn't have policies and procedures that didn't align with what my values and my views was. But I was a part of that agency. Right. So it didn't really matter what, you know what I'm saying, what what my perspective was as an individual. And I'm not I'm not trying to make excuses for her, but I mean early in her political career, political career or just I mean, even now in her political career, maybe she wasn't always in a position to make them the type of decision to where she could make a difference or make a positive more positive impact on the black community. And I I, I mean, I don't wanna feel like I'm making excuses for her. But at the same time, it's just like, I mean, anything no, I mean, you got going on right now. Exactly. And you're making a good point because at the end of the day, right. for her, even anything. as a prosecutor, she still had a boss. She still had a boss yeah, even as a prosecutor. Exactly. She still exactly. had stuff that she was told, no, nah, like, you think about it like me, exactly. watch like Law and Order. When Law and Order, exactly. the district attorney still got a boss that's like, no, nah, you need to run this case right. this way. Period. Yeah. Right. And, and that's, and you know that's what I'm saying? Key. And that's just TV. So just imagine how savage the shit the shit is for a a black woman in that field trying to trying to do her own thing, trying to make her own way. So it's just like like you know what I'm saying. Like I only know about this woman what I've read, right? And what I've researched. And I mean, like I said, her policies have not always aligned with the best interests of the black community in mind. But I also try to keep in mind that. Maybe shit, it wasn't always set up for her to do that. Yeah, like exactly. she better than me. Cause I couldn't be a black woman and be in her position right Facts. now. In conclusion, all I'm saying is just like the amount of criticism and just slander and everything that she yeah, about yeah. to get, like just being being like the VP running mate, like I'm cool. I, I would not want to be on the receiving end of that. So it's just like it, Every, every everything that she's ever done is about to be under a microscope, Facts. and it's just like as as an HBCU graduate and as a black woman, as a member of you know what I'm saying being an HBCU graduate, I feel like we got more in common than we have not in common. So I'm gonna go ahead and support her. Our community this time around, we seem to have come up with a strategy of how we wanted to see change come about within the community as far as like um, 
um, more access to loans, um, better funding for HBCUs, um, changing how they actually deal with um, public school funding and things of that nature. So trying to actually go for what will actually change our social, our socioeconomic standing um, is probably the biggest difference I would say will be from now compared to what I've seen from the Obama years. Okay. But I think a lot of people from our community are just not strategically sound politically. They have a very, very, very short, like, like thought process and very short, like, just viewpoint on situations. There's no long term, no longevity, no long no long benefit in their thinking. It's always short term. It's always like, what did they do now? Well, I, I don't agree. Like, if you if you keep this individual that's in office at the current moment right now, with everything that's going on, why would you think that would benefit you more opposed to somebody that you may be able to hold accountable and you know be able to actually bring about change to your community? I have certain qualms with people that do have that 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 have like such a um a adverse stance towards Kamala Harris or Kamala Harris. I want to make sure that I'm enunciating her name right. I messing people's names up, but just for the simple fact that she is a black woman and she is coming to that position of power, like shut the fuck up and just and and and, and sh- like get your bit your whole ass down there and fucking vote like i ain't got Period. time to be sitting thank up you. here thank you going Period. through this Period. extra rigmaroles and the soliloquies between these extra sensitive emotional ass niggas that want to sit up and sell drugs live their little doughboy dreams during the 90s got busted didn't like the time periods that they got i understand it was exasperated i understand it was unnecessary i understand that they definitely demonized a lot of young dudes during that point in time and she could have made some difference, some differences because she was holding the the second biggest uh, criminal justice like bureau in the country. But regardless of all that extra stuff, you cannot take away from what this lady has accomplished. You cannot take away from the fact that this lady will put more people in a different frame of mind as far as how many young black women that she will inspire to actually exceed for higher goals. How many young black men that will actually think like, oh shit, I don't see Barack Obama. I don't see Kamala Harris. Like, do you like, do people not think about the actual longevity of these kids going from, all right, I'm 10 years old. My first president that I really came in to actual cognitive like cognitive thought process with was Barack Obama. And then after that, right. I came into a next cognitive thought process with another black woman as my vice president. People need to think about the dynamics that they actually set up. People need to think about actually what they're strategically going for. People don't even go to their own fucking district meetings. Exactly. But they want to complain. Like, you don't even know about right. how to go through your own zoning. You don't even know how to fucking buy a house. You don't even know how to do even but the most minute things, but you have the unmitigated goal to get on Facebook to try to give some type of random ass rent, and you want to sound like you fucking smart when all you did was read some bullshit that you just <laughs> walked from somebody else. I, I, I hate but, it, but, but it's just but regurgitated nonsense. Nonsense. That's why I, I agree with Neil deGrasse Tyson that for some odd reason, when we open this internet up, they should have opened a curriculum. 
to actually discern for individuals from bullshit information. That way, we'll actually have a different uh, a different ability to know how and when something is full of shit opposed to when something is actually valid. And nice. most of these motherfuckers just will take anything just because it actually sounds good and it look good. And run. Like, and right. run like mm-hmm. hell. I'm talking about you saying go with the baton. Yeah. So I ain't even, like, for the most part, for any of the black individuals that may watch this and they see like, and they have some type of feeling that they don't want to vote, feeling or anything like that. If you do feel that way, especially with a black woman coming in, you can kiss one my entire ass, two, you can catch these hands, and three, don't bitch and complain afterwards if they were to lose about any situations that go about because you're on your Sambo shit. And most people don't even understand who Sambo is. So that's the actual person that people can that confuse with Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom was the actual person that was saving black women and actual black families. Right. Sambo was the person that was over there ki- killing other black people and doing all the extra detrimental shit. That is the actual correlation between that. And just to answer one thing off of Dave's situation as far as why was Bernie able to say, um, uh, why was he able to have a black agenda and things of that nature? A big thing towards it is because one, he's Jewish. So because like Bernie being Jewish and having a different stance, he has more more availability to be able to say things like that opposed to when uh, if elizabeth warren was to say that they are already going with her with the whole pocahontas stuff they going to kamala harris talking about she's jamaican and her parent her other mom is asian or whatever the case may be so they they go through all of these extra parts but they won't go to him because if they do they will end up coming off as um, being against Israel, being against Jewish individuals and things yeah. of that nature. So that is, is like, if you are going to come off anti-Semitic by giving him that type of criticism, it gives him that much more credence to be able to say that and use his voice to be able to say like, I got a black agenda. I can do this. That's why I, that, that was what I surmised from, you know, him being able to say that. That's a good that point. Stuff. But also just real quick, just to piggyback off over what uh, just had to say, the people that's not going to vote, they, they it's not the dope boys. Like it's not it's not the people that live in the hood. Like it's the people with degrees. It's like it's the black people that actually went to school. It's the black people that got master's degrees, that got bachelor's degrees, that can actually inform the people that didn't have the opportunity to do that, that's not going to vote. Because I mean, even being in Atlanta and being like going back home to Battle Creek, it's like I can talk to somebody right now and tell them like plain and simple, like, look, this is this these is the candidates. This is what they got going on. This is what they represent. This is I feel like this is how you should frame your vote for, you know what I'm saying, for whatever particular candidate that you want to choose. It's the people with degrees that's being the most fucking stubborn. It's the people yeah. that's educated in our community that's on some, oh well, the candidate that I want is not on the ballot. So I'm just not going to vote. And I'm just like, yo, like that's not Oof. helping. That's not helping at all. Facts. It's just like the, the best thing you can do is educate the people in our community that don't have access to the same information that we have, Facts. or that don't even have access to the information that like they they're convicted felon and they've been told that they can't vote. The best thing you can do is educate them on their rights and educate them on all the candidates so they can make their own decision. But it's like you being a college graduate. And you just feeling like you taking a political stance, and you 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 just not gonna vote. Like that's not helping. 
that's why we in this situation that we in now. You this, right. You know what I'm saying? You right. But with I know this, some hood niggas. I know some hood niggas and, and chicks that don't vote though, because they just petty and they like, I don't feel I ain't shit. I ain't even get off the bed. <laughs> you like what? You know what I'm saying? But you couldn't even man, get off the bed. What? But, I swear but, to God. But Jasmine, I swear. But Jasmine, like I'm serious. Same time. I know even more. I know even more people with degrees that just be like. Oh, the candidate that I wanted is not on the ballot, so I'm not. Oh, voting. I ain't excluding them either. They trifling too. You know too. what I'm saying? And I'm just like, I'm like, yo, like, what you doing? Like, like they trifling too. Like our our community, like our community, already underrepresented. So you gonna take that and you gonna take it take it in a, a step further and just hey. take take your access and take your privilege and not utilize it. The next time one of them dumb mugs say that, and if they under the age of twenty six. Ask them if they still on their parents' insurance. If they still on their parents' insurance, punch them right in their goddamn chest. Facts. All right, so we got to move on. I just want to say one more thing before we move on. Next topic is we got to move on. Um, a couple of things that they're attacking her with. Um, on her father's side, her father is Jamaican. His uh, her grandfather. His name is Hamilton Brown. He owned the largest. Uh, he was the largest slave owner in Jamaica at the time. You know what I'm saying? What they not telling you is that, you know, like everything else is slavery. You know what I'm saying? Her melanin redacted grandfather, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Obviously, you know, he he raped a, a black woman. You know what I'm saying? And most and, and probably in that situation. You know what I'm saying? So right. Right. that's how a lot, of, a lot of times in our history, how we are related to these things. You know what I'm saying? Right. So keep that in mind. Now, her mother... Our mother's side, she is, I believe she's some sort of uh, Asian community. I think it's from India. Um, her family is a part of the the Brahmin uh, class, which is like the highest class in India, who allegedly, because I don't know enough about this, allegedly exploited uh, another class of people for years. You know what I'm saying? So they are... They're attacking her on all sides, you know what I'm saying, from her history. You know what I'm saying? They're trying to make, out of all these melanin-redacted people running in this race, they're attacking the black woman as being racist, as a uh, family being a slave right. owner. Slave owners, you know what I'm saying? So that's right. ironic. Anyway, you know what I'm saying? Um, keep in mind that she did have a foundation called the Back on Track Program where People that did have all these charges, uh, she made programs to try to get them back on their feet. She also has another program where it was for um, girls who were sex traffic workers in California. And she didn't charge those young ladies because she felt that they were victims and not actually, you know, having crimes mm -hmm. of sex traffic working. You know what I'm saying? So she has done a lot. You know what I'm saying? So don't, I don't want anybody to feel like, oh, they're not seeing anything that she hasn't done. So she's definitely done a lot. And she's actually called out Joe Biden, called him out on his shit too. So, you know what I'm saying? You mm -hmm. want somebody to be, you know, not afraid to speak up in my opinion. And that's why I think they need her because she gonna have that black woman stance to be like, you know what? You want some bullshit. And I think her being from Howard, her being an AKA, she has a community of people that are going to hold her accountable. You know exactly. I want to say exactly. H U H U don't play. Yeah, they are going to hold her accountable. H <laughs> U don't play. I ain't mad at it. 
Exactly. And then, like, like, she was a Howard and she an AKA? Yeah, she a Howard and AKA. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, she, she, they definitely gonna hold her gonna accountable. hold her accountable, I feel like. <laughs> this week's episode is sponsored by the Design Lab at Shutter Shock & Co. From logos and business cards to invitations and custom tees, the Design Lab is your one-stop shop for graphics. The Design Lab is the sole creator for copacetic merchandise, available now. Use your promo code COPACETIC for 10% off your COPACETIC merchandise. Shop now using the link in our bio. to the podcast moving into our next segment the email of the week so this week let's see <clears throat> dear tch dear the copacetic hour for all your instagram needs make sure you are promoting the podcast for the contest for these next few months so you can get your free copacetic merch should i tell my kids real dad that he's the father I was going through my whole phase and had sex with a few men in one month. The next month when I found out I was pregnant, I picked the most successful, most good potential father and made him the daddy. It's been great relationship with my fake baby daddy, but his family has a lot of questions. I mean, I'm grown now. I'm successful. I can support my son on my own. But my fake baby daddy is just such a good dad. Should I try to find out and have all the men tested or should I take this to the grave? I know it's a lot, but I need help. P.S. My son is five and there's four possible daddies. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, that's what a lot. Dang, really? hey, we gonna that's a lot of folk. We're going to need some wine. Hold on. Hold on. Hey, I'm not done. Bro, I'm not hold done. on. Let me hit this nail real quick. That's, 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 a, that's a lot of folk. P.S. Three are married now, and one of them cheated on his wife to be with me. Please, Copacetic Hour, I need your help. They need to call Ayanna Fix My Life. <laughs> like, for real. Right, next you ain't, time. Listen, you ain't bullshit. That's the first thing I thought. Like, damn, you need to call Ayanna. Because that's a man. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. She needs her life. That's a lot to facilitate. Um, what, what is her question again? Do she need to contact the 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 five dudes that she has sex with in the no, same month? She need month? to contact Mari. No. And no. do she need to find? Do she need to tell the 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 the, the person that's been playing dad that he possibly may not be the real dad? Mari, Jerry Springer, all them sound better than that. Steve Wilkos, all them sound <laughs> and Steve, better. And Steve gonna cut it to her. Period. Oh, like, Steve gonna if snap. Been, if Steve gonna snap. If we being politically correct, she need to tell him. Well, if we've been politically correct, she does need to tell him. This is my thing, too. And this is my irritation, like, with women, okay? Like, especially women that have kids, and then, like, y'all have kids, y'all sleep around, and y'all have these kids, and y'all don't know who the fuck the daddy is, okay? And this is my thing, okay? You should have been upfront with that shit from the get-go. Like, fuck, fuck waiting till the kid five. This child that got attached to that man, that man that got attached to that child, that man got attached to y'all. That child got attached to that family. All that. Fair. You cannot sit here and tell me you wait till this child is five years old to be like, oh, well, 
you might that might not be your daddy. This might no. be death. So that's why that's why I said if we if we be in PC, she would tell him. But she need to tell him. At the end of the day, she stuff. need to tell him because if that child, if she yeah, holds that in bro. and take it to the grave, if she holds it and take it to the might. grave, that child gonna grow up to hey. resent her ass for not telling him the truth. Or and that man that gonna not, that man gonna resent her ass. I was gonna say, or dude might pop her or something. I mean. You you don't, you don't play with people like that. You know what I'm saying? Like exactly, <laughs> exactly. You don't play with people girl, like that. You don't play with people like that. You don't you don't play like that. Like you. Oh, girl, don't. just ran somebody over. Like I mean, you if you That's you having sex, you having sex with that many people raw, male or female. At the end of the day, you knew you knew what your actions was when you was doing it. Right. So, exactly. When it come down to it, if it's if it's time to make that decision, you gotta be able to be able to you gotta be mature enough to hit them people up and be like, look, uh, this is the situation. This is what I need from you. Right. Yeah. This is why black men I don't mean, Like I here we go. Facts. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Facts. Anyway. Anyway, but, exactly. I mean, here we go. That's a whole I fact. mean, like I said, male or female. You gotta you gotta be mature enough to to be ready to have that conversation. Because I mean that's not that's not fair to that kid to to just not know. Yeah. And I mean that ain't I mean that ain't that ain't that's not that's not something that you would just want hanging over your head either. It's, and it's not even just about being mature. You gotta be grown as fuck to be like, look, hey, I fucked up. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like just, just admit exactly. that you just was out here breathless. Just admit the shit. Hey. We all Call watched off American. Talk. Call the thing a thing, beloved. He said, "All American." <laughs> Look, my only thing about it—the only reason I would say for her to say something now—is because if something happens to that young that uh, that young man, and he needs a donor or a blood transfusion or anything like that, she could be putting her son's life in jeopardy. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Exactly. Y'all, y'all yeah. remember Medea? Y'all remember Medea's goes to jail? Right. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? When when that that man he said, oh, he said, he said they said they said the baby needs a blood transfusion. He said I gained blood. He said, yeah, you wasn't a match. <laughs> nobody got time for that. You know what I'm saying? So that would be that's nobody my only got thing. time for that. If anything happened, and it could be, it don't got to be when he's young. It could be when he's 35. You know what I'm saying? If you don't know who your daddy is, you know what I'm saying. And you thinking exactly. this nigga is your daddy or exactly. some shit. And you thinking, oh, yeah, he's just going to give me something and I'm going to be good. No, it, you know what I'm saying? And he ain't the real dad. Like, no, it's not a match. You know what I'm saying? So you don't you do not do that. Yeah, no. You, know what I'm saying? That's just, you, you don't do that. Black people it's got just enough a fucked identity. Up thing. We, we, we got enough identity crisis to navigate. <laughs> Seriously. Like, oh, black, black women got their own identity crisis to navigate. Black men got their own identity crisis to navigate. I will no. say I will say this. This no. is my last addition no. to this top to this topic. I'm a personally a person that did not meet their biological father until they was 15. Okay, oh, I didn't meet my mm. I didn't meet my bio father until I was literally 15. I didn't grow with a dad. Now, with that being said, mama waited till I was 15 to say like, oh well, this is your dad. So my thing is, yeah. and I got a strange ass man showing up on my doorstep. After I come back from from cheerleading at a game, I'm like, "What? Who the fuck is this man?" Okay, that's what's up. You know, whatever. Right. And my thing is, is that you don't want to put your children in a position where they're already halfway through their more than halfway through their teenagehood, literally stepping into adulthood, where you just now finding out that 
you got this other part of you that you never even fucking knew about because your family or your parents or your your parent or whatever hid it from you. Right. That's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. That's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Period. At the end mm-hmm. of the day, like, no, tell this to answer this whoever this chick is question. You need to tell that man. You need to tell that child, and y'all need to figure that out. Y'all need to go get that. Go tell them other five dudes, some other four dudes. Go get them DNAs. Right. I agree with that. No, and I agree it. with that. Cause it's just, it's just not, it's not fair to any party involved. It's exactly. Sure. <laughs> I, I, I was done after the the first sentence. I was like, girl, I cannot. I I, I just feel like, shoot, what, I I don't want to offend nobody. You know, I I ain't going to judge nobody because I've had my days. I've done my things that I'm not proud of. But baby girl, don't, don't let this happen again. I'm going to tell you that. (laughs) I'm going to tell you that right now. You cannot let that happen again. And I feel like you, you definitely need to tell the true father because you don't like um Jasper said you don't want that child to grow up resenting you like or you don't want them to find out in the streets either because you know chances are maybe that man got another child you don't know you they you know get 18 years old do the ancestry and you know they dad not on there but they seeing all these other kids on there that they ain't never met in their life and then they got this whole mystery right. going or they got people come up to them saying like yeah you know um my dad is this, or you—you you don't know what can happen. It's just like exactly. It's not—it's like, it's not, not in the outside of you. I feel like I feel like maybe she is com- contemplating this because she's afraid of how it's gonna make her look. And I feel like at this point, you need to take yourself out of the equation and think about the child because the child deserves better than that. And I feel mm-hmm. like you know, um, I forget who said, but you just need to own up to what you did. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And you, you at a point in your life, you an adult. This this baby is five years old they're they're at the age where they start understanding stuff so you know i'm saying um the memory of a child develops at three years old so you know they two years fresh into remembering things and i feel like you know they need to be remembering their father for who they are and i mean that doesn't mean that they can't have a relationship with that man if um if they choose but i just saw Speaking of, you know how we see in posts, I just saw a post where that, y'all seen that where the dude had gave the girl a gift and the gift was the paper that said he wasn't the father. Yeah, the I did. Oh, I yeah. see that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I ain't see like, that. That's, that's, I that. I seen that. That's giving me that kind of vibe, sis. And you don't want oh that to happen to Girl, and she was shook. Look at the paper like, what? What is uh, this? Like, she tried to, right. try to flip it on him, talk about some, you know, um, why, why would you do, do this? Why would you do this? Why would you? Why would you do this? So I feel like yeah. to avoid anything going even further and people hating you or you know you putting your life in danger because you know that's that's some that's some hurtful stuff. You know, you can't like that's like I'ma pray, I'ma pray for you in your situation on some real stuff, not even being funny because like I really feel like yo, you know, like this could this is a life-changing thing and, and I really want you to be safe out here. I want you to <laughs> You know, really think about how you're going to tell this person you got to I suggest bringing somebody you trust with you to be a mediator right. in the situation. Uh, yeah. Definitely somebody that's that's going to. Right. Because a nigga could go off like, what the I fuck? Mean, you know what yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's married, man. Like, like, that's like peak sensitive. Like, Facts. you're trying to figure out if a kid that you've been caring about or raising is your kid or not like that's that, peak sensitive i don't even that you love exactly. she said he was I, a great exactly. dad I don't, he loved I don't his kid know. 
and and it's just, it's just like shit. Why would you even put me in that position? That's exactly that's a lot. facts. That's a lot. Facts. That's a lot. I mean, to be a person that's kind of not been in this specific position, but to be in that position of just like you get some bomb dropped on you and you like, right. bro, what the fuck? And it's like it's crazy because it was kind of ever- like little nuggets being dropped as I was growing up because like I think we ran into his sisters one time because he had siblings that like lived in my city my father doesn't live like in the city I grew up in but it was so okay. crazy like being in a grocery store with your grandma and you run into these people that they just because your granny knows them because they went to school with your mom and they went to school with my aunties that type of stuff and then they just like oh she was right. just like my brother it's just like it's weird because you when you're a kid you yeah, don't think about what? that type of yeah. shit like why are they saying that and then it's just like as when right. you get grown, you can see what the fuck is going on around you or what's or what's happening now. You kind of like, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you could have you could have you you, hit a bitch with the truth think, like a long time ago and got this shit over and, with. And I think were you able were you ever I'm sorry, hold no, on. Were you ever able to cultivate a relationship with your father um, after that? <laughs> I tried. I will say that, like we tried, um, but you know, me and my father do not have uh, a great relationship at all. Just because, okay. and it's not even because we met later or nothing. It's just because you can't try to have a relationship with somebody that's one-sided. Like, you, I can't be the person that's always traveling yes. to visit you. I can't always be the person that's calling you and that's trying to gain a yes. relationship with you. If you're not trying to at all, and my, my dad, my biological dad is an army vet, all of that. I can't do that and then you're not even reciprocating or even trying to. So for me, because it's not being reciprocated like any other relationship, I falls the fuck back. And mm-hmm. I don't feel any type of way just because at the end of the day, I didn't really grow up with you. I met you when you I was on damn near my way yeah. out of high school. So I ain't tripping. It's like, yeah. to me, I ain't tripping. Yeah, yeah. That's just that though. But yeah, I mean, I I you know, but my thing is, I just wouldn't want any other kid in that situation where you're, you're 17, 15, and you just now find out some information that could have been resolved years ahead of time. Like seriously, like that shit is crazy. Yeah. Cause then you sit there as a teenager, you going through the rest of your like high school career. Think about that shit. Like what the fuck? Yeah. So mm-hmm. if you do like a Moesha, tell you, you could have like, yeah. bitch, you just ain't going to say nothing. You couldn't, you couldn't say nothing. You went to school with his motherfucking sister. Right. Like y'all sat in class together. Right. You couldn't say nothing. Right. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's like, and it's crazy. Cause it's like, you just don't want any other kid having to deal with stuff like that. That's my thing. I just won't want to get a kid deal with some shit like that because that shit that shit was heavy to go to spend the rest of my high school career even like being bothered with. And I just want to add add something in there too because I know someone that's older in life who's just now finding out the person who is their father wasn't their father and they're like older older. So um, you know, and then unfortunately when they found out who the father was, he passed away. So they didn't even get the opportunity to had that conversation and it was like a known fact around other people, but they were the ones that was a bit oblivious to it. And now it's like, do I try to have a relationship with the family? You know, do I like, what do I do? So, you know, that's, that's something you got to consider too. Like you're depriving somebody the opportunity to know their family, their roots, their history, all that stuff. And you know, that's, that's kind of a selfish move. Yep. So even at least try to find it to to know. Yeah. Right. That's All right. right, we passed two hours okay. now. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to go ahead and skip the hood situation. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> y'all want people to actually listen to this shit. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't going to be listening forever. Give them y'all hit up 
Let them know where they can find y'all. If y'all got anything going on, please promote yourself to the best of your ability. We get about a thousand listens every episode. I'm Jasmine. Again, I am just, uh, I just actually finished my MBA, but I'm trying to step into mm-hmm. like the entrepreneurial, the mompreneur mm-hmm. life of just things. So you can hit me up on Instagram and TikTok because I love TikTok. I make TikToks every day um, at Jasmine Deshay. And that's J-A-S-M-I-N-D-E-S-H-E-A. Um, and then I also just recently launched my YouTube channel. Um, it's a hair channel, to be honest, a natural hair channel mixed in with some life things, mixed in with some uh, growing pains. And my crazy child be on there, too. So, And the, the YouTube is also Jasmine Deshay as well. Shout out to her. My name is Rich uh, Richard Thrower. Um, I'm starting a um, uh, firearms and uh, certified pistol license uh certification class that i'll be offering but i'm also offer firearms online um so be on the lookout for that that'll be going through bigshotammunitions.com yeah man shoot just developing property buying property trying to expand on the wealth and stuff and trying to do other stuff so just be on the lookout for it facts make sure y'all get in touch all black people need to be owning weapons in this period in time Thanks. I only have Twitter. Um, my name on Twitter is, is you can find me at Queen Rashida, R A S H I D A. That's it. I'm just on Twitter. I ain't, I ain't cool enough for the other stuff. So. Hit her up on Twitter. Get all that information from her. All right. So I'm Dave. My stage name is D-A-V-E. Um, I'm actually jumping my EP within the next few weeks. Um, so be on the lookout for that. You can find me on Instagram at Worldwide Dave, which is uh, Worldwide underscore Dave. Hit him up. Listen to his music. He got some great work out there. All right. Well, I'm Lena Lavish. Um, I'm a recording artist. I just dropped um, my latest single, So So Fly. The video is on YouTube right now. And I got a lot of new music coming. I sing and rap, like I mentioned before. So I'm sure you'll find something that you vibe with. Um, all my social media is just Lena Lavish, L-A-Y-N-A. And then Lavish, no underscore, no periods, none of that. Just type me in. I am got my music on all platforms. So on Apple Music, Tidal, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, wherever you use to listen to music, my music is on there, okay? So check me out, like Thanks. it, show some love. You know what I'm saying? I got a positive message in my music. You know, me being a teacher and all, I'll try to keep it positive, keep the vibes good, and just make music that make people feel good. So, you know, show love. I show love back. Facts. Hit her up. Make sure y'all go and support. She got some dope stuff out there. And I am your host, Five. You can hit me up at Notorious underscore B-I-G underscore E or hit up the podcast Instagram at the Copacetic Hour or hit up the Twitter Copacetic Hour. Submit your promotion for the contest this month and up to December. Like I said, in December, we will pick a grand prize winner, but you have to participate every month from August until now. So we're going to leave you with our mantra. Please protect your peace secure your wealth, and define your destiny. 
This is the copacetic hour. You're tuning in to the Copacetic Hour. Why don't you just chill?